Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, The Clearest Rapture Text. The next great event on God's prophetic calendar is the rapture of the church. Hence the reason we are to be watching and waiting. The word rapture means to be caught up. Rapture is a Latin word corresponding to the Greek word harpazo. In 1 Thessalonians 4.17, translated there as shall be caught up. It simply means to be caught up, snatched, or seized. Suddenly, Christ will one day raise the dead believers who have died in the church age. And immediately, the living saints in the church age shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4.16 and 17. This event is called the rapture. Christ will snatch his people out of the world, and then judgment will come upon the entire world. Revelation 3:10 and 11 has been called the clearest text on the rapture that is found in the New Testament. And if the New Testament continually holds forth the promise of Christ's imminent return for the church to deliver her from the coming tribulation period, which it does, then the expectation is that we would find that hope represented in the church section of Revelation 2 and 3 as well. And we do. We find it, for example, in reference to the church of Thyatira in Revelation 2, 25-27. Robert Thomas says, quote, six, of the seven six of the seven messages of Christ in Revelation 2 and 3 contain references to his coming. His coming is imminent, whether for deliverance or for judgment, end quote. However, the clearest promise of coming deliverance for the church is found in Revelation 3, 10 through 11, which says, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. Note the promise of the rapture specifically applies to those who have kept Christ's command to persevere. True believers persevere, not perfectly, but certainly. They will not completely apostatize. The true church perseveres for Christ. The hope of the rapture is for them. The text of Revelation 3, 10, and 11 presents seven points, which taken together make for a powerful argument that the true church is going to be is going to completely escape the entire coming tribulation period. Number one, kept out from. Christ's promise to those who persevere in Revelation 3.10 is that he will keep them from the hour of trial that will come upon the entire world. This hour of trial is a tribulation period described in the book as presented in Revelation 6-18. through The word keep, Greek, terao, means to keep, persevere, or protect. The word from, Greek ek, means out of. So the idea is literally to be kept out of. The only other place in scripture where we have the combination of keep, Greek uh, tereo, and from, Greek ek, is found in John 17, 15, which reads, <coughs> Christ speaking, I do not pray that you should take them out, ek, of the world, but that you should keep 
Tereo, them from the evil one. Mark Hitchcock says, quote, The usage of this identical phrase in John 17.15 supports the meaning of ek in Revelation 3.10 as to keep from or out from within. It doesn't make sense for God to keep his people through Satan, the evil one. He keeps us from him. End of quote. Number two, <clears throat> kept from the hour of trial. The text specifically says they will be kept from the hour of trial. The word hour has a definite article in the Greek, so it literally is rendered the hour, referring to a particular period of time. You can't be kept from a period of time and at the same time go through some of it. Norman Geisler says, quote, In context, a statement about being saved out of Greek ek, the time of trial, does, does mean saved from it, not through it, one cannot be saved from an entire hour by being in any part of it. End of quote. Number three, kept from the trial that comes upon the whole world. This time of testing will be a unique time in that it shall come upon the, on the whole world. In view here is not a localized event that has transpired in history. Rather, it is a future worldwide event that has not yet taken place. It is global in nature which is unique to the last day's judgment of God as presented in the prophetic scriptures. Isaiah 2, Isaiah 24, Revelation 6 through 18. The church is promised to be kept entirely from this period that will come upon, quote, the whole world. Number four, <clears throat> the hour of trial applies to earth dwellers. The phrase, who dwell on the earth, earth dwellers, is used in Revelation 11 times as a technical term to refer to unbelievers. In addition to Revelation 3.10, it is found in 6.10, 8.13, 11.10, times, 13.8, 12, and 14, two times in 14, in verse 14, and then 14.6, and 17.8. It denotes rebels who instead of being God-centered in their orientation are earth-centered. This phrase never refers to God's people. This is a time that will specifically target unbelieving earth dwellers with testing rather than believers. Number five, the promise of deliverance applies to all the churches. Since Christ is addressing the local church at Philadelphia, <clears throat> if it be argued that this protection from this specific hour applies only to that local church, let it be noted that in verse 13, Christ says, quote, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Christ says this at the conclusion of each address to each church. In other words, this has application to all local churches and not merely the local church at Philadelphia during John's time. Number six, deliverance from the hour of trial coincides with Christ's coming, showing that both are intimately connected. Both are imminent and both are pre-tribulational. The deliverance in view happens at Christ's coming. Note the combination of, quote, keep you from the hour of trial in verse 10 and, quote, behold, I am coming quickly in verse 11. They go together. This combination makes a powerful argument for the pre-tribulation rapture. And finally, number seven, Christ's coming for the church is associated with rewards. 
that the rapture of the church is in view in Revelation 3, 10, and 11 is further seen in the fact that Christ's coming is here connected to a crown of reward. Rewards are consistently <clears throat> associated with the coming of Christ for his church. A powerful package. Number one, a promise to keep you from, not through. Number two, kept from the very time of testing, not merely the testing. Number three, kept from the specific testing time that comes upon the whole world. Number four, this testing time specifically targets unbelieving earth dwellers. Number five, the promise of deliverance is to all the churches. Number six, the promised deliverance will be accomplished quickly in conjunction with Christ's return. Number seven, this deliverance is closely associated with rewards for faithfulness. When you put it all together in context, Revelation 3, 10, and 11 presents a very strong case that the Lord will deliver his church in an event called the rapture prior to the worldwide tribulation period that will then come upon the entire world. This view is consistent with the hope of the church found throughout the New Testament. Maranatha, our Lord comes, perhaps even today. Live ready. Titus 2.13, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we do thank you for this hope that we have. And uh, Lord, we thank you for this clear text in Revelation <clears throat> 3, 10, and 11, showing us that uh, uh, those who persevere, the true believers, uh, when you come at the rapture, will be kept from, uh, the church will be kept from uh, this hour of testing that will come upon the earth dwellers, that will come upon the entire world to test them to force the issue. What are they going to do with the Lordship of Jesus Christ who sits on the throne? And so, Lord, we thank you for the truth of the scriptures. We thank you for this blessed hope that we have. May it encourage our hearts today. We are looking forward to your coming. We're working while we're, we're waiting. We're watching and waiting. Lord, help us to be found faithful in doing so. I pray in Christ's name. Amen.